Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. I'm so curious now, like what is coming up for you around this? Like what, how are you coming home to yourself these days? We've, we, are catching up as well as we do this. It's been a couple of weeks. We've both kind of been in a time warp, as we said, with kids yeah. on vacation and um, childhood colds and things like that that we're dealing with. And so I'm really curious kind of like what's been going on for you and how have you been coming home to yourself? Have you been, has it been a struggle? Like what's going on with you for that? Yeah. So we were on vacation. We went to visit my parents and then we went to a wedding and I was away from the kids for two nights and two days, um, which is probably the longest. I haven't been away from my youngest that long before uh, because I'm breastfeeding and it's that makes it more complicated, but I did it. And I was at this, you know, adult wedding thing by myself as an adult. And before that, the vacation was really nice. I was I, you know, it just feels so fast paced for some reason when you're on vacation with kids, it's just go, 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 go. So I didn't really have that coming home very much. But then at the end of the trip, which when the wedding was, um, there was like no technology. I had no service. So I was really just faced with myself. And then I had, you know, all these people asking, this is what came up and, um, all these people asking me you know, what do you do? And what's your home life like? Oh, you have kids? Like, like what, what do you do? That's a very common question that people ask. And for the path that I've chosen, which is stay, I work part-time, but I stay home with the kids primarily. And that's, that's my job. Um, it feels, there's some days that it feels easier to share that than others. And I'm on this kind of career transition between having a part-time job and then starting, hopefully starting my own business, doing something, but I'm in the transition of it. And that's a very kind of scary place to be in and it ebbs and flows. Some days it feels really exciting and some feel, some days it feels, will it ever happen? But that's what I was really being faced with is people asking me, you know, what do you do? And I'm, and I was like, what do I do? <laughs> But being a mom is such a big job, but I do have this underpinning feeling that I want to do more. And I've shared that with you before about how this past year I've learned that um, homeschooling full-time is not something that I think I want to do when the kids are young. And I learned that lesson. It was very humbling, but it's an important lesson. And I had to, I had to learn um, what I didn't want in order to learn what I do want. And so, yeah, that was, it was kind of tough. 
being faced with those questions because everyone, not a lot of the other people had kids um, and they were, you know, having fun at a wedding and that's great. And, and, you know, I'm also don't drink. So it's just a very, you know, but it was at this beautiful place, beautiful nature and, um, yeah, it really was a coming home to myself, but in a, an uncomfortable way. Yeah. It can be very yeah. uncomfortable. I was listening to something the other day about, I was listening to a podcast the other day and, um, it was Melody Beatty, I believe. And she was sharing that coming home to yourself, like your home's not always tidy and it's, your inner home. It's not always tidy. It's not always perfect. And it's about that, right? It's not about coming home to these perfect inner homes and inner spaces and coming home to ourselves only when things are good inside, right? It's about sitting with it, I think, even when it's hard. And it sounds like, yeah, you were definitely faced with that on your trip. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is interesting that you didn't have technology, but you have, you were having like IRL combos with people that you were bringing you to that space. Cause I think often technology can like pull that out of us or like things that we see and technology can kind of like trigger us or, Oh yeah. Like you were ha- things. Yeah. yeah no, but I you was were experiencing like- it in real time, <laughs> <laughs> which in the pandemic, it, you know, we're not around big groups of people right. as much. And so it kind of felt like I was in, uh, I don't know. Weddings have always, I don't know what weddings are, are, and it was a full week wedding. It was beautiful. And, but, you know, interacting with people of all different ages and interest, I think that being a mom of young children, it's just this totally different stage of life where the, the, the things that are most important are just so singular and direct. They're like, is my kid healthy? Are they sleeping? are they being fed? Like those are our primary concerns. And when you're thinking about all that all the time, and then you're like, let's go out on the river and just, you know, it's, it's hard to transition out of that. Yeah. And it's hard to just, maybe it's easier for other people, but for me, it's hard to translate that into like a little 30 second elevator pitch about like what I'm doing. Yes. Yes. I feel that. I what about you? You said you had so many things. Like yeah. That, that was really the only thing that, and before I ask you and then just, you know, that other, what do I do? I'm just thinking about this, my handmade thing business. And I was on such a roll and then I was kind of like within that time warp. So I'm yeah. trying to really get back and get motivated for that. But other than that, that's really it. So yeah. I I want to hear more about how your week and a half went because that's how long it was and we I did not talk. I mean no. we were really in it. We were we like, no, nope, so we're gonna catch up. In it, we we're so in Friday. it. Yeah. yeah. So mine, my time really started with um, yet another virus to come home from preschool, and I think this is kind of a pattern. I know that it's not just our family. I can see it in other kids in my daughter's class. Um, this time in our lives right now, it's very um, common for 
young kids to catch lots of illnesses as their immune systems are growing. And given just circumstances from the pandemic that we've all been, it seems as though we are getting a lot of viruses around here and we are getting hit very yeah. hard with them. And so uh, my daughter tends to be one that gets hit um, very, very hard when we you know, have one of these viruses come through the house. And so she got really sick. Um, and when that happens, as you said, with motherhood, those kind of like priorities are so clear of like, is my kid healthy? Did she drink enough water? You know, you're like catching throw up with bowls. Like it's like very, very clear. And so it's nonstop. It's nonstop. And one thing that happens for me, um, when I'm really in it, as we say, like when we're in it with, with those kind of like in the trenches of, of motherhood in that way, I, I like put down a lot. Like I like get Instagram off my phone. Like I'm like not really answering text messages. It's like not, it doesn't even feel humanly possible, but Mm -hmm. I really put down the distractions because I have to be so in tune with my kids when they're sick in order to kind of anticipate needs and to be doing the regular things that moms are doing of like, do we need to go to the doctors? You know, did she get enough water? What time did I give, you know, medicine, things like that. And so I had this moment, there was like a quiet moment. Both kids were napping and I like sat down for a second and rather than pick up my phone, I picked up like a literal like kids notebook scrap of paper. And I just started writing and I was writing about this idea of coming home that we've been talking about mm-hmm. and how when we're kind of in crisis management mode a bit, um, for me, things get so clear and I come mm-hmm. right to my center and I am not pulled out of my center or my home by distractions. And I'm not feeling this like questioning of who I am. Like, it's clear to me, like, this is who Mm -hmm. I am. My priorities are so clear. I feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude, especially in times of sickness where of like, I'm so grateful for my kids. I'm so grateful for my family. I'm so grateful for my husband. And it's so clear. And I wanted to write it down because I was like, well, one, we don't want to be in crisis management all the time. We don't want our kids to be sick. Like all I wanted was for her to be healthy, but it causes me personally to like snap into focus and to come home to myself in such a clear, solid way. And then we move out of it and we go on with our daily lives and the distractions come back in. And I'm really playing with this like idea of how do I bring that clear sense of self and priority and gratitude and really feeling so at home in myself back into life, like after a crisis is over. And it goes yeah. away so quickly. It slips away so quickly. Yeah, it's like that dissatisfaction or something. I can, by the way, what you're saying, I totally relate to. And I think we've talked about this before. Like yeah. I'm when they're sick, the only thing that matters is that they're better. And you're right. The It's so clear that you, all you want is your loved ones to be well. And you realize really what you had when, yeah. when you're faced with something possibly going wrong. Yeah. And like, 
decision-making almost sometimes becomes easier because you have to like make it in a second, you know, like it's your intuition. It's your intuition. That's exactly right. It's right. I, I have this access to my intuition in those moments. And I'm trying to figure out how to carry that connection to self, that connection to my intuition, that connection to my home, my inner home out into my life, the rest of my life without the crisis, without the crisis. Right. Is it the gratitude? is, is I think it's, it? it's a huge part of it. And I think it's putting down, it's prioritizing, it's putting down distractions and it's just getting so clear. And so that's what I'm playing with right now. I'm really trying to bring that into the rest of my life. You know, we had, we, we also took a trip. We went to the Cape. It was so beautiful. We were all still kind of like kids were recovering. And then I was like, I was starting to get sick, but we had some days in between that were so beautiful. And, um, I've just been playing with this idea of how do I stay connected to my inner home? Because not only is it easier to manage a crisis from that place, like life in general is both easier. It's more filled with ease, but it's also more filled with joy, with gratitude, with contentment when I can stay connected to that place within myself. Right. And so I'm really working on that. So I know that's kind of the question that we're going to be exploring through this podcast. And so it felt like, um, very divine timing to be really sitting with it in that way. And to kind of want to share it with you and share it with our listeners and kind of open up with that inquiry of how do we, what brings us home to ourselves and then how do we bring it into the rest of our lives and what practices can we use and access and learn about that can keep bringing us home. And one thing I've been doing coming full circle back to yoga teacher training, like, hello, breath work. I completely forgot about you. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to come back to breath work. So what that's kind? what I'm interested um, I've been doing Nadi Shodhana, alternate nostril oh, breathing. Wow. Like, hello. Oh, cool. I know. I know. I love it. Yeah. So I was, so one of the things Jess and I um, have both been doing lately to try to kind of like come back home to ourselves. I want to start doing it right now. (laughs) We should, we should. Um, Is yoga plus music, as we say. So like a quick 20 minutes of just getting on our mat and listening to like music that feels really, really good and just moving a little bit. That has for me been my ultimate coming home to myself practice. And sometimes I forget how much I need it until I start doing it. And it feels so good because that's a way to kind of create for me, that feeling of coming home to myself. That's not in a crisis is to be on my mat, just listening to music. And the other day I was doing that and I was like, Oh, breathing, breath work, alternate nostril breathing. Like let's bring that into the space. So that's something I'm playing with right now. I wanted to share that with you. I really like that. Yeah. That's like the foundation of all of this. And it's so easy to forget those simple things. It's like drinking water. Oh, I have to drink water. Oh, I have to breathe. Oh, I have to move my body. These these most the, these most important things you're supposed to do for your body. And then you forget to do them because you're distracted with all of these other things. And what when you were saying all of that, what's coming up is like sitting in the uncomfortableness. So you were forced to sit in the uncomfortableness because you're in crisis management. I was just in this like kind of existential 
you know, how do I show up as an adult and when I'm, you know, and have adult conversations that are uncomfortable, but it's, it's a lot about just sitting in that uncomfortableness that brings out this coming home. And I think it's a lot about like being in your body. Like I wasn't on technology. So I was in my body. I was walking through the woods. I was in water. I was, and sometimes the coming home to yourself can feel like clarity and, and gratitude and purpose. And sometimes it can feel like, wow, I haven't been here in a while. Why is this so uncomfortable? I can't sit with myself. Um, Yes. The embodiment piece is so big. And that's something I've also really been sitting with and trying to work on. And I think that's why yoga can really bring me there because it's coming right back to my body Yes, in that way. And I think oftentimes when things are uncomfortable, that's when we reach for the distraction. I mean, for me, 1000%, I noticed this is that like when we really need to come home to ourselves and sit with those uncomfortable feelings, um, that's when we're jumping out. Like that's when we're jumping out of our homes. That's when we're leaving our bodies. That's when we're reaching for our phones or whatever other distraction there is, is to not sit with that discomfort. But when those feelings kind of arise, like, can we be with them? Can we sit with them? Can we be in our homes even when they're not comfortable And when things are feeling kind of like icky or whatever it is that's coming up for us and with it, yeah, really sitting with it and, and, and coming back to it. So like you said, you were, you kind of were faced with that because you had to be, because you didn't have your go-to distraction. So you had to come home to yourself, even though things were not feeling super comfortable in that moment. Yeah, for sure. And then that's the only way you can really connect to that intuition. If you're if you're searching on the internet for an answer for something, that's not how you're going to find your answer. And if you've already have the answer inside of you, and then you're searching on the internet to validate that answer, that's not going to help either. No, no. This balance between living with our phones and getting inspired and connecting with people. And then, and then also connecting with ourselves. Like that's so important. Yeah. It's so important. I know you and I talk so much about trying to find a balance with technology and social media. I'm sure that that's something that's going to come up a lot as we continue to dive into this podcast together, because it is, it's, it's such a means for, can be such a means for inspiration and connection. And it also can be such a fast track, like out of yourself, out of myself. And, um, I'm, we have both taken social media breaks together separately. Mm -hmm. Like we've explored this a lot. Currently I'm kind of like on one right now, just naturally. I think I kind of was off social media a bit when everybody got sick. Cause I tend to do that just to be able to focus naturally. And then I just haven't wanted to go back on. I just, I go back on and it's so, it literally feels loud. Like I'm like, Oh my God. And I have to put it down. So, but there's things I miss about, you know, being, feeling more connected and wanting to feel that inspiration, especially especially as we get ready to launch this podcast and stuff. So I think that's an ongoing inquiry for us too, how to find that balance and stay and connect with our audience. Yeah. Stay balanced. Yeah. Because ultimately if you're on Instagram and you're on, I think that those tools are great for sometimes just entertainment connection, but ultimately that it kind of 
moves you further and further away from your home inside yourself because it's that like searching that that uh, that forward momentum or that desperation that sometimes we talk about Mm -hmm. that is really just avoiding whatever we have to sit with that day that is our home yeah yeah so much goodness here Thank you for listening to Hearth to Hearth. It brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow, rate, review, and share Hearth to Hearth with a friend. We also want to say a huge thank you to Eavesdrop for our theme music, their amazing song, Alive, and to Daniel Vengrove of Gray Street Photography for our gorgeous cover photo. And remember, you are whole, you are enough. We love you. Talk to you soon.